Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran, where I talk all things mindset, motivation, and entrepreneurship. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner, all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my nine-week business coaching immersion program, which is called the Business Empowerment Program. It's nine weeks where we do the inner work and the business strategy to be able to take your business to the next level. So if you are feeling stuck and not really sure what your next steps are and stuck in confusion and stuck in things not working, maybe it's your Facebook advertising not working or you're really struggling to find new clients, then jump online on my website, which is periscopecoaching.com.au. Check out my business coaching page. And if you'd like more answers or if you have any questions, please feel free to give me a call, book in a discovery call, and we will have a chat and work out how we can take your business to the next level. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. Today's episode is all about having too many ideas and not knowing where to start. It's something that's come up a couple of times with a couple of new clients where they're so stuck in overwhelm based on not knowing which idea to work with and literally consistently getting constantly new ideas and just really just being stuck in that place of confusion. So I wanted to do an episode to really help those clients, but also I thought I'd put it out to anybody else that is really stuck in that place because it can be really a confusing time and it is really interesting the way that confusion works in our brain and how it keeps us stuck. So I really wanted to delve into it. So where do I start? Are you an ideas machine? Do ideas constantly come to you all the time? I 100% am that sort of person, but I'm so focused on execution and so focused on taking things to the next level that I don't allow that to derail my overall vision or big vision for my life. So there's a couple of different things we need to kind of tackle in this episode. So we're going to talk a little bit about what to do and how to map out your vision long-term and how to uncover your best way of figuring out what to do next. Then we're going to be covering in talking a little bit about confusion and how that works in the brain and how we can get stuck there and how we can overcome that. Then we'll talk about how to execute, how to get to actually to the point where you can feel like you can decide and commit to something and actually make sure it actually happens. And then we're going to talk about exercising self-control and allowing yourself to be imperfect in those times so we can figure out what our next steps are. Awesome. So let's jump straight in. So how do you deal with having so many ideas come your way? Are you a sort of person that has 50 million notebooks on the go? Are you someone that accesses your notes page on your phone, constantly putting in ideas and getting all these downloads and, you know, waking up in the middle of the night with this other idea that's amazing. And there's this awesome book if you are interested in understanding how to take those ideas and commit to those. It's a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And it's an awesome book. So if you are someone like that, um, it's really a great book to really be able to respect that the ideas are coming your way for a reason, but also to know how to handle them and, and delve into them a little bit further. So a really great book to jump into if you'd like. But firstly, if you are that sort of person that loves to take notes and loves to always have notebooks on the go, and I am that person, like if you've ever met me, you probably notice I have two or three notebooks in my handbag and I'll literally have um, to-do list 
planners and weekly planners and monthly planners and then if you ever see any of my lives you most likely see the um the flip chart behind me and then the big posters on the wall like I'm always planning always coming up with new ideas and always working out what I'm going to do next and it's interesting because I've had a couple of clients come to me recently about not knowing where the direction is and not knowing where they really should be spending their time and it's really interesting because we can we can become and we can actually teach ourselves how to become an ideas machine. So if you're someone that's the opposite of that and you're like, I wish I had some great ideas, then you actually need to prime your mind to do that. And there's a way to do that by setting aside some time, whether it be whatever you feel like you're most consciously aware. So whether it's like you're have so much energy and you can think really clearly in the morning, then do it then. Or if it's in the evening or in the afternoon, whatever works best for you, but find 10 minutes of time and work out a consistent practice that you can literally sit down and write. I'm going to work on 10 ideas. Um, I'm going to write down ideas for 10 minutes and just sit there and continuously write ideas. And you actually prime your brain to be able to consistently come up with new ideas. And it's fascinating what you can come up with because for some reason you've told yourself that you're not really good at that you don't have have good ideas or not necessarily think good things come your way but they do you you might actually be energetically blocking them so allowing the space and the time to actually allow that to come through gives you this amazing way of consistently coming up with ideas so If you are the opposite, please do that. It's really fun, but you need to do it consistently and you need to sit there and have the discipline to sit there for the 10 minutes and push yourself to come up with ideas. Start small and just consistently continue to write. It is really fun. So, okay. So I'm an ideas machine. What do I do? How do I handle all the ideas ideas coming my way? I have a notebook by my bed and that I have, um, like I said, multiple notebooks on the go, but then I will have an actual like master notebook that I'll always put my really key ideas that I'm going to be fleshing out and structuring more information about or um, literally executing in that one notebook. What I would suggest you do is if you just start with a yes, a no, a maybe column, and that could be like your maybe is like, I'm not really sure, but the yes is a hell yes. Like it's a hundred percent. This is on my heart. I really want to do this is this sounds so much fun. I get excited. I get tingles. I get butterflies when that idea has come my way. Put that in the yes column. If it's, I got that idea, but I really don't, doesn't resonate with me, but I kind of thought it might be a good idea, but I'm not like pumped about it. I'm not excited about it, but it possibly could be something I do down the track. Then you put that in the no column. And then if it's something that you think you could want to execute in the next six to 12 months, then you put that in the maybe column, break it down because sometimes ideas are going to come your way no matter what, but necessarily isn't something that you want to do. Then you need to respect that and just pass that idea on pass that. And I might, what I mean by that is literally pass on it energetically and let it know that it can go to someone else. Because sometimes ideas have come our way and they sometimes come from other people telling us what we should be doing or we start saying, oh, well, I probably should flesh that idea out because that's possibly where I could make money. And that's where people get stuck. The real things that are going to make the biggest difference in your life aren't about the money. So really looking at taking a step back and looking at what is really on your heart and what you really want and what is an absolute hell yes. That's what you should be following. Learn to trust it. Learn to tap into your intuition and feel that gut feeling and just go with that. Ideas come our way for a purpose of growth and expansion. Human beings have a core need to grow and evolve and that's why 
we are constantly wanting to upgrade ourselves subconsciously, but if we don't execute and put things into plan and practice, then we can come to a place of stuck in being stuck in confusion. So really get clear on mapping out what you want and where you want to spend your time. Because if you have multiple ideas, then it's really worthwhile spending some time to getting really clear on what you want to focus on and what you want to execute on. Firstly, what I would suggest is figure out what type of learner you are. Are you someone who likes to learn visually? So the way that you process information is through pictures. You like to see things. You like to be able to see it clearly on whether it's on a screen or a picture in lots of colors. Um, It could be something that you need to actually write it out to actually see if it will work. Are you someone who likes to vision board um, or flip chart or whatever it might be? Are you really visual? Or are you kinesthetic? Do you feel like for you to learn something, you actually need to do it first before you can understand it? It's someone someone who is kinesthetic needs, needs to actually do the actions to make it feel like it makes sense to them. So figure out if you are a kinesthetic learner or if you're auditory. So the three are visual, kinesthetic, and auditory. Auditory is where you need to hear it, where you need to talk about it out loud so you can hear it. Um, and it's something that you can really understand and process information through hearing it. So figure out which one you are. And then there's ways to actually work with that representational system to be able to flesh out exactly what you want to work on. So if you are a visual person, what I would suggest you do is either create a vision board or maybe a post-it note wall uh, where you put all of your ideas on post-it notes, lots of different colors with your yes, no, maybes, put them all up on a wall and really flesh out exactly where those ones sit and just feel into it and just say, okay, do I really want this? Why do I want this? What's going on here? Why did I have that idea? Is it even relevant anymore? Put that one in the bin. Or it could be that you need to mind map it, right? I love mind mapping. It's so much fun. Or you literally just put your thoughts and ideas on a page and you flesh them out and put them all together. Because often when we've got 50 million notepads on the go, we can get to that place of being in overwhelm and not know where to start. But when, if you're a visual learner, by seeing it all out in front of you, it makes it much more clearer for you to be able to make a decision to be able to move forward. So think about maybe mind mapping it. If you're someone who is kinesthetic, it might be being able to putting yourself in a place where you can practice safely. So it might be choosing your top 10 ideas and in the next two weeks, putting yourself in a position where you can practice either one of those and actually feel into whether you want to do it and whether it feels right for you. If you're auditory, you might need to ask a friend to come with you and brainstorm it. So get one or two people together that you really trust and and trust their constructive criticism and flesh out your idea by talking about it. So, and you know, you might need to say to the person, I don't want you to give me suggestions because I've already got enough suggestions. I just want you to help me talk about it so I can get clear, find the clarity by being able to talk about it openly. And that's how I work out what my next decision is. So that's where you could use a little bit of all of those visually kinesthetic or auditory or choose which one you most resonate with and go with that. So if you are someone that is auditory, I would literally find a friend or family member to get together and brainstorm your ideas and flesh them out because that will really help you find the clarity to decide where you want to spend your time. The next thing to consider is where do you want to be spending your time? Because time is valuable, but we need to recognize whether we're allowing it to be an excuse to not move forward. Because a lot of the time we'll say, oh, I've got so many ideas. I just don't have enough time to put them into play. 
you do, you're just choosing not to. You're choosing to spend your time elsewhere. So it might be where you need to flesh out your where you spend your time and make sure that you're actually spending it in ways that you want to be able to move yourself forward. Because if you're spending your time watching lots of TV in the evenings, spending time out socially on a regular basis, which is not necessarily constructive, if you are wasting time on social media, lots of different things where you could possibly be gaining more time back, maybe look at where you spend your time and start looking at where you can schedule things in to help you move yourself forward. And if you are someone, a lot of the time, the reasons why we get so stuck in overwhelm and not be able to move past the confusion stage is because we haven't actually put any into practice. We get stuck in that place of not knowing. And we'll talk a little bit about this with confusion because we get to a place where we're like, oh, I just don't know. I don't know which one I want to do. I don't know what's going to work out. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what it's going to feel like. And when we come from that place of confusion, it's stuck, keeping ourselves stuck in the unknown. And the reason why you don't have the clarity you need is because you haven't put it into practice. You haven't actually taken the steps to get the information that you need to make a decision. So when we are able to make a real calculated risk or be able to make a decision, usually we have enough information to be able to make a decision we're happy with. So if you're not ready to make that decision, it's usually because you haven't got enough information yet. And that could be that you've got the idea, but you haven't actually fleshed it out onto paper. You ha- you have the idea, but you haven't gone out and talked to anybody about it. You have the idea or you haven't actually gone out and tested it or trialed it or, or measured it or researched it. Yeah. So it's really think about what steps you haven't taken just yet and think about what steps you can to move forward. Okay, so the next thing to consider is confusion. Confusion is a really interesting, I don't necessarily want to say it's an emotion because it's not really an emotion. It's, I guess it's a state, a state of confusion. And it's really fascinating to me because when you really think about confusion, it's where we're telling ourselves we don't know, we don't understand, and and that might be true or it might not be true or it could be a place where we're actually keeping our keeping ourselves safe by keeping ourselves in the confusion state because moving outside of that might mean we have to put ourselves in a place of being judged or it might be that we have that fear of change or pushing ourselves outside our comfort zone and that is scary as hell so it's really fascinating to me that a state of confusion only feels good for a small amount of time Because the amount of clients that I've spoken to where they've gotten to that place of confusion and taken action is really fascinating because some people keep themselves really stuck there and it becomes their comfort zone. Whereas that's that's a safe space where they're like, if I don't take the next step, and I'm not saying they consciously think this because often it's not really conscious. They're not like, oh, I'm not really, they're telling themselves they're not really sure, don't know, don't know what to do. And they're constantly talking about their ideas, but they're not actually taking any action. So they've literally created this bubble where they are so safe that stepping outside that bubble and they might have, might have actually built it up to be such a massive thing that they're like stepping outside that comfort zone of actually knowing and choosing and deciding is scary as hell. As a human being, we all have a core need to grow and evolve, right? That's what evolution is all about. We've all evolved, we've all had ideas, and we've all acted on them. But yet when we indulge in confusion, we're keeping ourselves back from actually evolving. We're keeping ourselves stuck. We're not actually growing. And that's where the feeling of confusion starts to become painful. 
And it's really fascinating. So if you listen to my episode about pain and pleasure, there comes a point where something becomes so painful that you must take action or to create that change. But the thing is, right, some people are so stuck in confusion that it's become so comfortable that it's pleasurable for them. So they will actually get a form of connection from it. They will go out and they'll talk to people about how stuck they are and confused and they'll feel like they belong because other people will also say they're stuck and they're feeling confused. It's really interesting. So they're getting that form of connection by connecting with others as being the same. Yet there comes a place where confusion then becomes uncomfortable because it's where we are not growing, we're not evolving and we're resisting that growth and we're resisting the evolution that has to happen for us to move forward. Yet we're keeping ourselves stuck there out of fear of what could be. And we're keeping ourselves stuck there out of fear of not knowing and the fear of the unknown, fear of change. And then there's also this flip of that fear of missing out. It's really fascinating because when you talk to someone who's really got like, I've got 50 ideas, I haven't taken action in six months or 12 months, and they're still stuck in the ideas phase. And yet one of the biggest things they talk to me about is that they're so uncomfortable there, but they don't want to make the change. And yet they keep pointing out other people who have achieved achieved what they want. And they keep seeing these amazing qualities and abilities in other people that I know and I can see that they have within themselves that they've stopped believing in what they can achieve and yet they become obsessed with these people thinking well I can do that and they actually say that to me like I know that I can do that but yet they don't necessarily take the action it's really fascinating because they get to a point where you set them small actionable tasks and they still keep themselves stuck it's so fascinating because they have this fear of wanting to do and they see They see what they could have and they see the outsides of that result that could be for them. And yet that's also a place of fear. So they have that fear of missing out, but then also that fear of, oh my goodness, what do I have to do to be able to get there? And what's the, what's that going to mean for me? Who will I have to become? Who am I going to be judged by? You know, that's going to be a massive change to getting outside my comfort zone and being from here to there. Like it's this whole complete state of confusion, which as a coach fascinates me because we're all about pushing past that state of confusion and getting you to the point where you actually can take action because clarity is so important when it comes to confusion. We are stuck there because we're telling ourselves we don't know. Whereas really when you take the time to flesh out your idea, find out as much information as you need and set yourself a deadline on when you're going to actually take action, that's where the change starts to happen. Because a lot of the time when people do this to themselves, they, they don't actually set deadlines. They don't set goals where they follow through and they execute them. And that's where they then, it's like this perpetuating cycle of, oh, well, I didn't take action there. And then I'm stuck here again. I don't know what to do. And what's my next step? Well, I don't know what my next step is because I'm still stuck here and I didn't do this. And I can't do this. See how you didn't do this. And you set yourself a goal and that didn't work. And then this happened and then you didn't take any action. Then you didn't say anything Then you, when you didn't like this. Like it's this whole perpetual place of constant questioning and they're not good questions. So this is where to find the clarity, we need to ask better questions. So I would take a moment to really reflect on the top ideas that you have and start to ask yourself questions like, 
reflecting on a time when you did make a decision that was effective for you. So what are two decisions that you made in the past that have positively shaped your life? And I guarantee you will be able to find two. Spend the time, grab those, I'll put those questions in the show notes so then you can go back and reflect on those. Then think about how did they change my life for the better, making those two decisions? And what finally got you to decide? That's a really big one. So what is the, what's the catalyst that actually created that change? What was the precipice you stood on and what had to happen for you to then go, yes, I'm going to decide and commit to that. And then I want you to, to think about what are two new decisions that you are committed to making now and how will they powerfully improve your life forever? Big questions, right? Rather than asking yourself, well, I don't know what my next, what's my next step? I don't know. Well, well, that didn't work. Well, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Like it's like constant questioning and then pulling ourselves down, questioning and pulling ourselves down rather than actually clearly asking questions and being comfortable and reliant on yourself to make, take, sorry, to ask that question and wait for the answer because you have the answer within you already. You've just been closing it off. You've just been talking yourself out of it. So take the time to reflect on some two decisions that worked really well for you in the past that positively shaped your life and then choose two new decisions that you're going to be committed to making now and then work on focusing and executing. So this is where you take those two ideas. You still have those notebooks by the bed and you still have the notebooks in your handbag and you can continue to write down these ideas but it's not going to take away from the commitment that you have made for these two decisions. And the most important thing you need to do is to set yourself a timeline. So I would suggest you take those two decisions and you work on them night and day for the next two to three months. And I feel your skin crawl right then. I get it. Two to three months. It's like this whole... (laughs) delay of gratification and it's going to take time. And if they're really important decisions that you want to make and they're going to be ideas that are going to change your life, then you you deserve to actually put that time and effort into it. And you deserve to actually have the result come to fruition. So think about what you need to do to execute those two decisions. You need to map it out. You need to exercise self-control, delay that gratification and work, work on feeling uncomfortable or sorry, feeling comfortable in the uncomfortable. Because that's often what we're trying to avoid, feeling uncomfortable. It's just a feeling and it will pass. So being able to teach yourself to exercise that self-control, deal with feeling a little bit frustrated, right? It's just a little bit of frustration and that normally we would then go back into that place of, oh, just have another idea and go down another avenue. And it's like this whole rabbit warren of all these different ideas. But you need to bring back that focus, look at those two decisions and continuously take action towards those and show yourself that you can do it. You've got to rebuild that self-trust with yourself because if for so long you have had ideas and not executed them and had ideas and never actually taken action on them, then your self-worth and your self-belief about being able to do those will most likely be, be quite low. But the way to rebuild that is to set yourself really achievable small goals during that mapping it out stage and put them on the calendar, schedule them in 
and then make sure, commit and decide and execute that goal. Like it is so important. And I know I bang on about this all the time, but action is the key. If you haven't taken action in the last six months and you're still trying to work out and plan and map it out, the reason why you don't know what your next step is and the reason why you haven't found the clarity you need is because you haven't taken the action. You need to map it out, take the steps that have to happen And then you will find the most amazing clarity and you will have this realization that you were able to do this all along, but the only thing holding you back was yourself. There's so much power in taking the action and finding the clarity after. Then it's allowing yourself to be imperfect. We are not perfect human beings. Human beings are messy. We are human. This is normal for us to have challenges and to to stuff things up and to make mistakes. It's the best way to learn. But keeping yourself stuck in a place of confusion because of all these great ideas, but you're never actually executing them is just, you're not actually achieving anything. And it's not feeling good because you're wanting to to grow and evolve. And by not taking the action, you're not allowing yourself to grow and evolve. So I implore you, please map it out, work out exactly what's going to work for you and take the action, decide and commit to that action for two to three months. Exercise that self-control and allow yourself to have fun while you're doing it. It doesn't have to be all serious. These amazing things, these ideas that have come your way, if they excite you and scare you, then that is awesome. That's where you need to follow that inspiration that has come your way. You need to follow those ideas and flesh them out and allow them to come to life because they've come to you for a reason. So now that we have fleshed out everything around confusion, we've uncovered how to utilize the fact that you're an ideas machine, but really work out how to decide and commit and choose the ideas that you want to flesh out and make happen and be able to use those life enhancing goals to change what you want and change the results you're experiencing in your life right now. And I think the most important thing now that you've looked at this is to do the actual work, get started. And I know it's so easy to consume information and it's so easy to listen to a podcast and go, yep, these are really great ideas. The power is in the actual execution. You need to go home and sit down and make sure that you do the do. Make sure that you take the action and put it all into play. Press play, press start, make it happen. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. What I would love for you to do is take a screenshot, post it on Facebook or Instagram and share with me the two ideas that you are going to commit to for the next two to three months. I can't wait. Make sure you tag me in it so I can see it. I cannot wait to share in your wins and celebrations when you achieve them. Have an amazing week and here's to taking your life and business to the next level. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life Podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.